Today, we're going to be talking about how to evaluate leather and identify high quality <laughs> using your ears. Okay, and we'll use some other of our senses as well. <laughs> Welcome to the Pebbled Leather Podcast, where we love smooth and pebbled leathers. My name is Lisa Goddard, and I can't seem to stop talking about leather bags. Be sure to subscribe. I post new episodes every Wednesday. The title of today's episode is Sound Check, how to test leather quality with your ears. <laughs> but we're going to be talking about more than just that, you guys. You need your nose, hands, and eyes too. So grab your leather bag and let's get going. Hello, leather lovelies. I apologize for getting this episode out a bit later than usual on a Wednesday. <laughs> and I especially apologize to the seven of you who seem to listen every Wednesday morning, first thing, probably on your commute to work. <laughs> um, but here it is now. I hope you can listen later today on your commute home. <laughs> um, happy first week of spring. I hope you're having a great week wherever you are. And I hope the weather is treating you more pleasantly as we come out of winter. I know that I'm seeing daffodils, crocuses, you know, hyacinths, tulips, they're all starting to emerge out of the ground and I get so excited. Spring is my favorite season because it is just filled with such anticipation. I hear the birds chirping in the mornings now and I just love it. <laughs> and with the change of season, have you changed out your leather bags yet? I'm not sure how often you change your bag, but if you're a seasonal changer, now is the time. And for me, who loves brown leather best, the change of season doesn't really change the color of my favorite accessory. <laughs> but I digress. Let's get into this week's episode. Actually, before we do that, I just want to say a few things about the last two most recent episodes. Firstly, my hope and prayer is that last week's episode about leather bag addiction didn't leave you feeling guilty about having you know, leather bags to enjoy. A few of my friends immediately listed some, some of their bags for sale after listening to that episode. And I really hope and pray that they did this because they wanted to and not because I guilted them into it. That was definitely not my intention. So I just wanted to clarify that. And Secondly, some of you panicked after hearing my episode about mold <laughs> and immediately started listing for sale your handbags that are in storage <laughs> because you're not using them. And I, you know, I don't know. Well, I certainly, you know, respect your personal decision to determine how many bags you want to keep in your collection. Please don't panic and think that because a bag is in storage, it will grow mold. Because remember, in my experience, I had mold grow on a leather bag because it sat in a plastic bag for 30 days. And any person who knows anything about leather will tell you that a bag should never be in plastic for an extended amount of time. And even though I knew this, I feel embarrassed that I let it sit for so long. 
like I said, I was trying to practice delayed gratification, <laughs> but maybe I need to learn to practice that virtue in other ways that are more practical and beneficial, you know, like not buying a bag just because it's on sale or something. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to restate in case I wasn't clear that I think the chances of mold growing on your infrequently used bags is just as unlikely as it is on your current bag if the bag you're growing, if the bag you're using isn't growing mold. Does that make sense? So in other words, if your bags are all in your house and if you're fortunate to live in a place that is temperature controlled, it's highly unlikely that you're going to get mold on any bag you know, whether it's being used or whether it's in storage, because those dormant mold spores, which are everywhere in all environments, including indoors, are just not going to germinate, okay? So please do not worry about your bags. If they're not housed long-term in plastic bags, chances are they will be fine. Oh, so before we go on, I want to apologize in advance for something. I mispronounce a word time and time again in this podcast. I am very sorry. <laughs> the word is volatile. Now, I know what volatile means when it comes to like something changing unpredictably for the worse, you know, like a political situation might become volatile. That's volatile. I just didn't realize that when that word is used to describe something that evaporates, like a solvent that evaporates, it's also pronounced volatile. I was pronouncing it volatile. Vola, I can't even remember how I was doing it. Volatile? I don't know. You'll, you'll hear it in the episode. I consistently butcher the word. I thought it was a completely different word. Here it is the same. It's spelled the same. It's pronounced the same. It's volatile. So volatile means not only when a substance easily evaporates, it also means, of course, when there's a, a sudden rapid change that makes something worse. So anyway, volatile is how you pronounce it. I apologize <laughs> for the mistake. So when you hear me say it wrong, just, uh, yeah, remember that I'm human and I make mistakes. Please be merciful. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about what you're here for how to evaluate leather quality with your ears and really the other four senses as well. Oh wait, no, other three senses. We're not going to be doing any taste testing. Don't worry, you guys. <laughs> I feel like all of us know when we've encountered a leather that we love, but what is it that we're appreciating? How can we know that this piece is more valuable than that? Can we quantify what we appreciate? That is what I'm going to attempt to do with you today. <laughs> and I'd like to suggest that there are several ways to evaluate the quality of a piece of leather using four of your five senses. But we're really going to focus first and foremost on using sound because I think that is the most interesting right now. <laughs> so some of the techniques that I talk about today might be straightforward and obvious, but others might be a bit more obscure. So hear me out and listen carefully, and hopefully you'll come away from this podcast episode a little wiser and a little more crazy <laughs> over a good leather bag. <laughs> 
So the first thing that you can do to test the quality of leather is use your ears. Now, whenever you touch leather, it makes a sound. I don't know if you've noticed. You know, you can touch it or roll it between your fingers and it tends to make a sound that has a very specific pitch or tone. And I've noticed that the deeper the tone, the higher quality of the leather. Conversely, the higher the pitch, the lower the quality of leather. And you can make this sound just with like a tap or a squeeze on the leather and it usually produces the sound. So let's do a little sound test now together. I'm going to touch some of my leather bags. I'm not gonna tell you the brands, but I want you to guess which leather is higher quality. And we'll do, we'll do two at a time because I think that'll just be easier to distinguish, okay? So here is the sound of one of my leather bags. Okay, I'm just kind of tapping it. And here's the sound of another one of my leather bags. Okay, so here's the sound again. And let's go back to the first one. I don't know, I don't know if you can hear a difference, but the second bag is higher pitched and therefore lower quality. Okay, it's just kind of interesting. Sound can also tell you the way a leather was tanned. Leather that has been vegetable tanned creates this delightful squeaking sound when it is grabbed, moved, or pinched by the hands. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'll give you a sample in just a moment. And conversely, chrome tanned leathers will not make this sound. They're rather silent in comparison. Isn't that amazing? I never really thought about it until my friend told me about it and I was so amazed. So let's take a listen. Okay, here is a chrome tanned leather. I'm touching it right now. I doubt that you can really hear anything because it's pretty silent. Okay, and now I'm going to touch a vegetable tanned leather. Do you hear that squeaking? Here's another vegetable tanned leather. It's more of a stiff leather, but it's vegetable tanned. Can you hear that? It's just, it's squeakier. I think the first one I, I did as a sample was better though. Here it is again. Anyway, that's vegetable tanned. And then here's chrome tanned again. There's like no sound with chrome tan. So listening with your ears can really give you some insight into how the leather was tanned. Now let's talk about smell. Using your sense of smell can be a great way to determine the quality of a leather hide. Start sniffing all your leather bags and you'll notice that none of them smell exactly the same. A specific scent can give you insight into the tanning process and the dyes used on the bag, but generally 
that good leather smell that we've all come to know and love <laughs> is a hallmark of high quality leather. If there's not a smell present or if it just kind of smells like plastic or rubber, chances are your bag is of a lower leather quality or it may not even be leather at all. Now, be gentle on your leather bags if they're not as lovely smelling as they were on the first day you bought them. <laughs> there are several reasons for this and temperature is one of them. I noticed that around this, you know, springtime of year that we're in, it will warm up enough in our home that my leather bags start to smell again. And I believe it's a combination of humidity and warmth which causes it. Um, because, you know, in the cold, dry days of winter, the handbags in my closet just do not smell as lovely. So when they start to release that beautiful leather scent again, I know that it's time to start carrying them outside in the, in the good weather. <laughs> I also feel that your nose is a good way to evaluate the age of your leather bag. I consider myself to be somewhat of a, a super smeller <laughs> because I tend to be able to pick up on subtle scents quickly and I can observe all the different notes that a scent has. And notes is truly the best way to describe the layers of a particular smell because they layer atop one another, just like the notes on a piano do when someone plays you know, several notes at one time to make beautiful music. Anyway, I've noticed a particular scent that leather bags and other things will kind of get when they reach a certain age. And I've researched this a bit and I began to, to think that this smell was me perceiving, and, and it is slight and it's, it's not really unpleasant, but it's actually a volatile organic compound or VOC. And VOCs are organic chemicals that have a high vapor pressure at room temperature. And high vapor pressure basically just means it has a low boiling point, which relates to the, the molecules that it sends out into the air. That's volatility, if I'm saying that right. So in chemistry, volatility is a material quality which describes how readily a substance vaporizes. So at a given temperature and at a specific pressure, a substance with high volatility is more likely to exist as a vapor, while substances with a low volatility are more likely to remain a liquid or a solid. So VOCs are basically things that are ready to vaporize at room temperature. And an example of this would be the smell of old books. I love the smell of old books, and I used to suspect that the smell of old books was actually my perception of the presence of mold or mildew, which was beginning to break down those pages. But I researched this, and it turns out that some of the old books actually become VOCs as the materials that constructed that book begin to break down over time. And that would include like the binding materials, like the glue and the dyes and the pigments that are used in the papers themselves. Anyway, this is basically the nose's way of perceiving chemical compounds 
which have started to evaporate into the air as they break down. And I notice that my vintage coach bags, they have this, this smell. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but vintage coach bags, especially from the eighties, they have it. And so does my 1985 Vera Bradley bag, you guys. And I believe it's just the passage of time, which does it. I mean, it could be the breaking down of, you know, the the materials that were used. Like, you know, there's always a little bit of, of glue sometimes on a bag where when the bag is being made, you know, the maker will maybe kind of glue together two pieces before stitching it. So it could be stuff like the glue breaking down and vaporizing. But I don't know. It just, the passage of time kind of does it. It gives it a certain smell and I smell it on my old bags. So you can use your sense of smell to determine the quality of leather based on age. You know, is this a high quality piece to me because of how old it is? Do I value that? Do I like vintage bags? I can use my my sense of smell to determine that. Or is that not something I want? If I smell that smell, is it off-putting to me because I know it's old? Anyway, let's talk about touch. The primary way to evaluate the quality of a leather bag is really simply to touch it. And if it feels like plastic, (laughs) it probably is faux leather, or it's highly processed leather that is of a lower quality, you know. Um, Some leathers do come with a protective finish, known as pigment, which can actually feel similar to faux leather initially, but generally high quality leather should feel more supple, flexible, and tough. But, you know, if you're unsure, um, you know, we can use our next sense, our eyes, right? Like some leather bag brands will actually burnish the edges of their leather or even encase the edging of their leather with rubber or plastic material. But if you can look specifically at the edge of the leather, try to. This is a great way to determine leather quality because real high quality leather should have tiny fibers, which is part of the interior nap, the kind of suede part that sort of sticks out. So I know when I'm evaluating a bag, first thing I try to look for is the edge. And I look for that nap. Um, But you know what? Touch is important and thickness is important. I also look for the thickness of the leather hide. And that's also, you know, you can also determine that by looking at the edge. Generally, the thicker it is, the higher the quality. And the thinner it is, the lower the quality. Leather thickness is measured in millimeters and it's spoken of as ounces. Now there's charts that you can pull up online, but I'll give you just an example. If your leather bag has, you know, really hefty bridle straps, for example, they might be like four millimeters in thickness and that equates to 10 ounces. So you would say these are 10 ounce straps. Okay. Um, Or maybe your leather bag has a thickness of two and a half millimeters that would be called six ounce leather. So generally, most of the high high quality leathers are between six and 10 ounces. So between two and a half to four millimeters in thickness. I apologize that my voice is a little rough this morning. I feel like, I feel like this is my morning voice. 
and I think I sound better in the afternoon, but oh well. Okay, let's continue. (laughs) Stretch. Stretch is another way to evaluate high quality real leather. I don't know if you know this, but real leather really does not stretch. Faux leather does, and low quality leather might. So use your hands and give it a try. Do the stretch test, see if it does. Hopefully it doesn't. Here's another way you can use touch to determine leather quality. Pinch it. (laughs) Now check and see, does the color change when you pinch it? Not all leathers have this quality, which is called pull up, but if it does have pull up, then you're gonna see a color change. So if you do see color change when you pinch it, then you know for sure that you've got a good quality hide. But again, not all high quality hides have that pull up or that color change when you you pinch it. Now, talking about our eyes, you should look for irregularities in the leather hide to determine its quality. Faux leathers or lower quality leathers that have been, you know, sanded down, they are extremely uniform and regular. And, you know, maybe some people like that, or maybe you might even like that, depending on the type of bag. I know for me, depending on the type of bag, sometimes I do want that leather to be lower quality and to be sanded down because I want the uniformity. Um, So it just depends maybe on the piece. But if you see irregularities, you've got something of a higher quality in your hands. So if you see um, roll lines, stretch marks, and, and by stretch here, I'm talking about, you know, stretch that happened when the animal was living, not that you can stretch it now. Uh, striations, bug bites, scars, cattle ranch branding. All of this is a good indicator that what you're looking at is real high quality authentic leather and you also want to look for pattern differences in the texture of the leather surface Mm. now while some leather hides can be uh, embossed or stamped with pebbling to give it like a a textured surface that's kind of you know (laughs) man-made Generally, if you see changes in the size of those pebbles, or if you see a variety of the degree of pebbling in the same piece of leather, it's probably real. So that's something to look for. And another thing you can do, you know, since leather was once living skin, there's something you can do to make sure it isn't fake. If you can make a dent in the leather with your fingernail and it doesn't go away immediately, that's probably a good indication that you have a high quality leather piece. So find an inconspicuous spot on that leather bag that you know isn't going to matter, maybe like an interior pocket, that would be my suggestion, and you know press on it with your fingernail discreetly and see if it makes a mark. And if it does, that is probably a good indicator that this is real leather. And if you have good eyesight or if you have a magnifying glass, 
Yes, I am suggesting that when you go shopping for a good leather bag, take a magnifying glass with you, pull it out, evaluate that bag. People might laugh at you, but don't care about it. <laughs> Look for pores in the leather. Living skin uses pores to release perspiration, and you should be able to see these in the leather hide just by using that magnifying glass. You might, if you're young and you have good eyesight, you might even be able to pick them up with the naked eye. Um, and depending on the type of leather hide you have, you might also see holes where the hair follicle was, you know, where the hair used to stick up out of the um, skin, or the hair might actually even still be attached onto the hide if you're looking at a hair on hide uh, type of leather. So anyway, those are the ways that I evaluate leather. The sound test is my latest phenomenon that I've discovered. I think it's just such a fun, fun way to determine uh, leather quality. And uh, yeah, so I hope that all of these ways of evaluating leather will help you to, um, you know, pick out that next bag, evaluate its quality and determine if it's worth it. Thanks for listening to the Pebbled Leather Podcast this week, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode about using our ears, eyes, nose, and hands to evaluate the quality of leather. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Lisa Loves Leather. Watch my bag reviews at youtube.com slash Lisa Goddard. Please give me feedback if you know of other ways to evaluate the leather quality uh, on the go, wherever you are. I know there's other techniques like, you know, you can throw leather into boiling water and there can be different reactions depending on the quality and depending on the tanning process, but I didn't mention those in today's episode because I don't expect you to have with you a pot of boiling water when you're out shopping. <laughs> but anyway, um, please spread the word, share with your friends that this podcast exists. I really appreciate it. And we'll see you on Wednesday for our next episode. Keep loving that leather bag. Bye everyone.